the crowded tent wouldn't have mattered. Now it did. Timeless moments passed. The temperature dropped by at least 10 degrees, and the snow had turned into a fine and bitter dusting that sifted from the sky like sugar, and as though the Colorado Plateau was one big cookie sheet. Cookies meant home and warmth, and the memory made Nick smile. Those had been the better days, the days before he had to hide his true self from his homo-resistant brother and pretend he was a real he-man, ready for any rugged adventure, and giving a slow, mildly appreciative look to every woman within five years of his own 27. Nick realized he had spaced out there for a while, letting stray thoughts take him to places he'd rather not visit, when a familiar shape moved down below. A stately, tall buck with an eight-point rack moved through the heavy snow as though he were swimming. There was a deer path down there, Nick recalled. The buck paused within a clear line of sight. He was standing broadside, and his brown coat formed a clearly visible target against the pristine snow. Maybe he was taking a break, Nick thought. Or maybe he smelled something. Even after a four-day adjustment period at high altitude, Nick had a hard time snowshoeing through heavy snow. Skiing worked a lot better, but even so, he still had to take breaks up here in the hills, where the air was thin. Longer, harder outings still left him with a headache, unquenchable thirst, and poor sleep. The buck didn't have any of those issues. Nick lifted his bow and peered through the scope. The buck turned his head, as though he knew he wasn't alone. Had he been actually hunting, and provided he made his kill, Justin would just pass the bottle of rye, say something witty about Nick being a real man after all, and get off his back. The buck also looked stately, graceful, and it wasn't like they were short of meat. He watched the buck toss his head into a gust of wind and move a few steps. Such a small head, such strong neck. Amazing how such an animal could support a rack like that, run with it, fight with it, he saw his ears flatten and twitch before he pushed through the snowdrift, chest deep, and disappeared behind a tree. Just like Clay had disappeared behind a car. Once again, Nick thought back to the tall and handsome. How patient he had been with Nick's clumsiness while skiing. How helpful. The jokes he'd cracked when Nick faceplanted in the snow over and over. Not mean jokes, just the sort of a thing that got Nick laughing, eager to try again. All too aware of the night that was dogging his heels, Nick put the weapon down and covered the lens of its scope. Tomorrow was New Year's Eve and the last day of Colorado's bow season, and he sure as hell wasn't getting back out here to freeze his ass in the tree. No, tomorrow he planned to be in his room at the lodge, mingling with the locals, hopefully running into Clay, that sweet and immensely athletic specimen of mouth-watering manhood who had given him more than just the paid-for, half-day private lesson on the beginner slope. As soon as they had set eyes on each other, their chemistry was undeniable. Halfway through the lesson, they had gone to warm up in a lodge on the bottom of the slope. Clay had bought him a large hot chocolate. Part of the deal, he'd said. They walked across the shoveled stone patio in their heavy ski boots. When they found a remote little bench by the wall, they had to squish together to fit. Neither had flinched away from the heavy contact, nor from the shared body heat. 
and when Nick handed Clay an extra napkin and their bare, gloveless fingers had brushed, Nick had felt a jolt of electric attraction zap him all the way down to his balls. Judging from his startled expression, so had Clay. When they were done skiing and Nick had to go meet up with Justin and get his hunting gear, it had been Clay who had suggested they exchange phone numbers. It had been Nick who had pushed the somewhat taller Clay against one of the many snow-covered cars in the parking lot and kissed him. Clay had tasted sweet and hot and chocolatey, with a little spice Nick didn't expect. Neither of them wanted a break for air when Justin honked from his car. Justin, who had kept his mouth shut while driving for the first time ever. Nick had skied before, but it had been a good 15 years, and since he had already lugged himself out here to bond with Justin for the holidays, he figured he might as